I listen to the black guy who tips because Rod and Karen are hot. Now, despite his hard work, Moore was no longer the head of the Florida NAACP, but the white supremacists he had challenged all those years wouldn't have known that. To them, he was still the NAACP's man on the ground and the target of their anger. Soon, white men from outside the county started asking people in town where that colored NAACP fellow lived. There was a mysterious break-in at the Moore's house, which sat isolated on a country road surrounded by orange groves. And then, on Christmas night, 1951, the Moore's 25th wedding anniversary, a bomb exploded under the floorboards beneath their bed as they slept. It hurled furniture into the air and crushed the bed into a crater in the earth. The force of the blast could be heard the next town over. Harry and Harriet Moore, Harry and Harriet Moore, suffered grave internal injuries. Relatives rushed them to the nearest hospital, some 35 miles away. But as was the common dilemma for colored patients in the South, they had to wait for the only colored doctor in town to get there to attend them. Harry T. Moore was dead by the time the colored doctor arrived. Harriet saying she did not want to live without her husband survived for eight days before succumbing herself. The county, the state, and the FBI conducted a month long, months long investigation. It was determined that the Klan, specifically Orlando Clavern, the Orlando Clavern, had, uh, was behind the bombing but as the investigation narrowed its focus the Klansmen closed ranks at their meetings they now began requiring everyone to recite the Klan oath of secrecy as the investigation closed in on them the chief suspects all said they had been at a barbecue with 20 or 30 other members of the time at, at the time of the attack a convenient alibi for most anyone who would come under suspicion ultimately no one was ever charged or spent a day in jail for the murder of harry and harriet moore considered by some to be the first casualties of the modern civil rights movement hey welcome to another episode of the black guy with tips podcast i'm your host rod joined as always by my co-host Karen, and we're live on a saturday ready to do some feedback find us on itunes stitcher podomatic spotify's everywhere you listen to podcasts search the black guy with tips leave us five star reviews the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport and bullet ball extreme and today's excerpt is from isabel wilkerson's the warmth of other sons um and this just goes into um the groveland case where uh these black men were accused of sexual assault they that they didn't do um but there was this man uh harry moore who was the head of naacp who had done a lot of work down there in florida like registering people to vote um um helping like helping the te- black teachers get paid more and stuff and just completely an agitator to white supremacy at that time and um after after all this shit they 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 blew up they they basically terrorized they terrorist attacked his house right and no one ever went to prison for that shit i believe that you know um (laughs) this is this is crazy because um one of the characters in the characters one of the people that she followed for this book george he was from florida and basically barely escaped you know the sheriff that they have in um artem on uh lovecraft country mm-hmm. there was a sheriff down there in florida that was infamous and known for being like brutal and killing black people and all this shit like so much of that work that we see now as entertainment and stuff is just ripped straight from the pages of american terrorism come and on they're not getting it from nowhere just like a lot of these cop dramas that everybody loved the shield mm-hmm. and 
uh new york undercover cop you know some yes some of that stuff is fabricated but some of that stuff is based off of facts but for some reason people act like they just make up the stories on the television but in real life there's no way that bullshit can happen okay that's that's also why the racism in lovecraft country to me and probably a lot of black people watch it is more scarier than the the monsters yes sir and white people don't understand that they like they like white people can't be this bad the monsters aren't white people the monsters aren't real but the white people are like that's a thing that has happened to us yeah, as, in this country as 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 a collective when white people be like oh it's a problem let's get them browns it becomes a problem for us right and the fact that there was never justice for that murder you know um because at the end of the day you're relying on a system to want to basically convict these white people for doing what the system does as well you know what i mean <laughs> like like what the clan's ideas of what they wanted black people to be at the time and what the just actual government wanted black people to be at the time very close to the same thing of course you know um and so and also just the fact that this man first came to their radar as an agitator by registering black people to vote yeah that, you know? yeah and, and and that hasn't changed still to today they don't want black people to vote they don't want black people to register to vote they want you to be disenfranchised they want you that they want you to have the feeling of despair and be discouraged because on the low that's why truthfully you know the government uh, well the republicans don't care about people not getting assistance and all that stuff they don't care about people losing their homes. They don't care about people just being disenfranchised. They don't care about people catching the coronavirus. Because when you go that that uh, hierarchy theory and shit like that, you know, what's most important? What's most important is, you know, feeding yourself, shelter. Like, those things kind of trump everything else. Yes, there are other things that should be important to you. But if you don't got nowhere to go and you don't have anywhere to eat and you don't have a roof over your head, that that trumps everything and that will keep your time tied up so guess what it's a luxury you don't have time to register people to vote (laughs) you're trying to survive you don't have time to to do these things uh that uh a lot of black people are able to do now because we are in a place where our needs are met yeah so it's just interesting to see uh to see how much that shit still continues to this day Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and the ties that bind because like the the stuff that's happening to uh activists that you know from ferguson the stuff that's happened to you know people like getting thrown in fucking vans and shit like mm-hmm. and disappearing and never been seen from again yeah so like to this day like there's this, they make sure that you pay a cost for this agitation that people are doing they're literally putting their lives on the line mm-hmm. um a lot of times which is you know why well, a lot of times why i don't really have much critique of the people on the ground because it's like mm-hmm bruh you you really might be about to fucking you could be out of here for this shit and you don't even know it it's mm-hmm. not right mm-hmm. you know and some of them do know it and they're willing to do what what it takes like and i try to be funny it's like if you are in particularly that field and you're very vocal and you're out there and you're seen and you become an agitator you will know very quickly because you will immediately get death threats and people will begin to call your home and people will get like like it might start on a local level but you know the more you agitate the more the harass the bigger the harassment mm-hmm. so um yep just something to think about man and 
that story is one story i've you don't really hear about mm-hmm. even when they talk about the grove um which i know there's a book written about it i know chadwick boseman's movie i think may have been about that case as well the one where he um um the one where he played um why can't i think of the supreme court judge's name off the top of my head uh thurgood marshall Marshall, yeah so like it could also like some of this stuff is also you know in in our culture but i've never learned about this in school Hmm. like i was never taught about this um and i think because we don't learn this stuff is why you have people like ice cube say nobody died for the right to vote and stuff is because you have to look at the culmination of these people's lives and what was and how those lives were taken and to me there's no mistake i would not play semantics with something like this like Mm -mm. this man died and one of the main things that that started him on the path of being in the ire of white people was the simple act of registering fellow american citizens who happen to be black to vote in florida a place that is still pushing to keep black people from voting yes they are uh disenfranchising uh even when the law was passed to let uh formerly incarcerated people um vote Mm -hmm. they are still pushing back against that uh saying they have to pay these fees and stuff basically a poll tax yes it is in 2020 (laughs) like this is like this shit all this thread still connects to this day butterfly in the sky i can can go go twice twice as high take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow i can go anywhere friends to know and ways to grow a reading rainbow i can be all right feedback time uh if you want to leave feedback the easiest ways go to the blackouttips.com leave comments on our website leave com vote in the poll you can leave comments there uh you can go and leave us emails the blackout tips at gmail.com you can leave us voicemails 704-557-0186 just understand you will get cut off because it's two minutes or less and then it's like that's it wrap it up b um you can leave us five star reviews on itunes and stitcher we read those we got some on itunes not on stitcher in a while but uh we appreciate the people that left those mm-hmm. um you can also give us money the blackouttest.com on the right hand side of the first page is this option to be like hey you want to give us some money once in a while like once a month one time whatever amount we don't care you're gonna get a shout out because that's what we do here Recession, depression, and unemployment. This song's for you. Today's a new day. New day, new salary. We got some money, y'all. Had the money, y'all. Po folks is around. Um, <laughs> Alfonso M, recurring donator. Lindsay B. Palmetto Stone Magic. Jeff F. That's not like a mountain. Name a mountain. James C. David C. Uh, Autumn W. Uh, Bridgette R. Damien R. Our girl 
dr bambi uh nicola c donna n jason f kevin w our girl falcons diva felicity f Derek lw grace n zachary n from uh living corporate podcast michelle b lawrence c donna n again i think i said it twice uh linwood c and b coleman thank you everybody that mm-hmm. took the time out thank you to donate this week we appreciate you it's going all to the jet okay today's a new day but there is no sunshine about these five star reviews we got a couple the best uh this is from scipio jones who says this is seriously one of the best podcasts that i listen to these guys are so insightful and honest thank you we try to be insightful and honest okay Mm -hmm. great podcast great recaps this is by nawane ida who uh is united states okay uh first karen and rod have the best tv show right recaps thank you mm-hmm. i actually stopped listening to some official recaps because of theirs including bossy because you know she also does this is uh this too much recaps mm-hmm. some other shows uh insecure uh are we are just way better no need to double up might as well just listen to the best i'm loving karen getting even more comfortable sharing her insights last week when she was talking about how we are empty vessels and really need to consider what we are putting back into ourselves i really needed that in the moment and really am thinking more and more about what i'm allowing back in after releases mm-hmm. i always love the read out loud sessions uh though i wish you would wait wish you don't have to take oh i wish you would add you don't have to take my word for it at the end <laughs> like lavar burton yeah <laughs> but don't take my word for it uh great podcast for news wisecracks randomness COVID 19 songs and a lot to laughing and learning thank you we appreciate you mm-hmm. and the last one is a delight tbgwt keeps me entertained through the week with jokes insightful commentary and great guest thank you and that's from uh letha 9090 thank you letha Mm-hmm. and uh yeah you can leave us a five-star review have your voice heard on the podcast have us read your words all you gotta do is go to itunes and leave us a five-star review okay it's that simple um and we appreciate everybody takes the time out to do it and we read it as long as it's five stars and it's nice okay mm-hmm. 
we also get comments on our website theblackguywhotips.com you can go there click on things leave comments uh there's polls for you to vote in all sorts of stuff it's really easy um just boom just go there you know and do your thing the first episode of last week is, was a feedback episode called goodbye mexican pizza episode 2173 <laughs> <sighs> we had come to the end of the road y'all um and uh we got some comments uh sean says when you were talking about someone to replace chadwick boseman as black panther i was thinking that if the rumors about black panther 2 are to be trusted and more my problematic fave on a big screen then the choice for replacement is obvious and i think she will be great sorry don't want to spoil the storyline completely for people who don't follow the comics um well i mean you're kind of kind of hard i mean it's not uh, anyway thank you yeah <laughs> <laughs> there was some big clues yeah i don't know how they wouldn't figure that out from what you just said but i also don't think i don't think is you can really spoil the movies because they're just not necessarily they don't follow the comics yeah they don't follow the same they don't follow them like tit for tat yeah yeah and it's just it's marvel disney i mean they'll they'll figure out something that will please most of the fans and also probably be you know uh still surprising to us and, mm-hmm. and that's i mean that's why they have billions of dollars invested in this shit agreed evie says a lot of people sleep on those big bags of cereal but what a lot of people don't know actually evie you know what a lot of niggas sleep on what mattresses the hell wrong with you that's right guys so i get paid the big podcast bucks here y'all okay that's why they come knocking on my door when it's time to do some podcasting they they say mm, 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 mm. we gotta holler at rod okay because that that's a man that knows comedy me chris rock dave Chappelle, richard pryor no near the top of the game when it comes to this comedy you got to wake nope. up pretty early in the morning to get like me that's all i'm saying okay no no sir no mm-hmm. sir no mm-hmm. sir um a lot of people sleep on those big bags of cereal but what a lot of people don't know is that the off-brand cereals and brand cereals are made in the same factories with the same ingredients i can see that yeah that's what poor say they just have different labels on the packaging those multi-mail cereals used to hit and have cost half the price for more product the only brand name products that i absolutely have to buy a brand name is toilet paper yeah see this is just a cheap person lying because my parents told me these lies too and um i used to believe them because i had no choice but then when i got out and i had my own money <laughs> oh there's a big difference between the brand name and the not brand name i can fucking taste it okay you know not a lot of me i can taste the sugary difference i can tell the difference between a fucking pop tart and those motherfucking fake ass pop tarts (laughs) the what what was those things called like whatever they is they got fruit tarts or some stupid shit (laughs) i can tell the motherfucking difference dog now there's a difference yes there's a difference between fucking fruitios and fruit loops how do i know because i tried it okay i tasted both i grew up on one and if you put it in my bowl and give a blind taste test i will be able to fucking tell you 10 times out of 10 this is the one that costs the money okay it's not psychosomatic that is just a lie that our families came up with to indoctrinate us and i know because they the same people that told us that santa claus is real two fairy the two fairy like they lied to us on the shelf wake up sheeple get off of the parental plantation 
join the rest of us over here and be free Mm-mm-mm. i hate to see it i really do hate to see y'all go through this but can what are you gonna say <laughs> <laughs> yeah you you said you, you you said enough yeah uh for me um yeah uh when i got my own money i became very bougie you know when it comes to cereal i ain't got no kids either so you know they're not wolfing it down so you know i could spend five dollars on a box of cereal but when you got kids you be like look niggas i can't spend no 25 dollars on no cereal Mm-hmm. i mean tell the lies you need to i know it's a generational lie some of y'all lying to y'all parents y'all kids right now y'all listening to this y'all had to turn this down because your kids might be listening with you like oh no they're gonna find out the truth this shit don't taste the same at all Mm-mm. you could taste the difference the sugar hit different like the, the, the like i don't know the difference between dr pib and dr pepper get the fuck out of my face nah, i know the difference i know the difference between them all you know the difference we all know the difference okay we just didn't grow up with these rich privileged backgrounds that so many of our white peers had so we had to lie and be like oh that's the same thing you know they make them in the same factory yes but then they put the sugar in one and we get the motherfucking splendor i know this is different <laughs> not the splendor why the fuck would they ever do that oh you know what put it in a different box and take half off you know how we do big cereal we hate money Mm-mm. anyway keep telling the lie live y'all uh the poll was will you miss the mexican pizza the mexican pizza at taco bell i never got a chance to have it 50 percent of y'all never had it which really explains to me and nick jude why the fuck it's gone okay y'all was just missing on all the glory all the goodness and right in front of your motherfucking faces every day on the menu just right there as a star franchise player just being overlooked like Giannis, uh like Giannis in milwaukee oh 26 percent say no they won't miss it and 24% say yes, they will miss it. Well, I'm in the 24%. Karen? I'll miss it. Mm-hmm. I noticed you had started getting it a little bit last year. Mm-hmm. I noticed it. Mm-hmm. It's good. You used to just be a Supreme Tacos woman. Come on. And uh, the Nacho Bell Grande. But see, the thing that people don't know, okay, or won't sell about people in the hood, you can order, the, the combo come with the tacos. Mm-hmm. So you can be like, hey, make my tacos supreme tacos in my combo with my Mexican pizza. So now I'm getting the best of both worlds. Okay? I almost started (laughs) jukeboxing the best of both worlds and I realized R. Kelly made that song with Jay-Z. So we just pretend that never happened. Uh, Green Eye Bandit, uh, Green Eye Bandit says, first they killed the double decker supreme taco. Now this, good thing I stopped eating that three years ago. Stay strong, brothers and sisters. The faux cock continues, raises high yellow fist. Thanks, Green Eye Bandit. Mm-hmm. We appreciate it. And it, I wonder if that's the same Green Eye Bandit that sent us that popcorn. Uh, I don't know if that's the same that person. Good. But we got some flavored popcorn. I was eating some today. Eating the hell out of it. I'm going to give some to my parents because I don't want to eat it all. Okay. Well, we're going to eat them all. Try, not, it, to, try it, not to lose my foot. If it, if it stay here with the coronavirus, I'm going to eat it the hell up. Mm-hmm. EVE says, I didn't even know Taco Bell sold Mexican pizza. Sorry for your loss, Rod. Well, you know everything on Arby's. I mean, uh, but I but I know how you feel. If they get rid of the cheesy gordita crunch, I, it would be, oh, I, I would be beside. Me too, though. Cheesy gordita get love, too, from me, okay? Uh, many things on the Taco Bell menu, okay, have my respect. So i totally understand that's that's a it's a tough loss man the mexican pizza i was like what else are y'all gonna take from us 
2020 is taking so much yeah and, and and from what i've been reading a lot of the things that they're taking off the menu are things that were time consuming they was like we're gonna mm-hmm. right that's why they was like why don't i get rid of the shit with the potatoes because potatoes take a long time to cook mm-hmm. you know they probably have to like mass do them on the grill and all that shit you know to be sure they're done so a lot of the main things that they took off were things that were actually time consuming and they were saying that a lot of the boxes that that stuff was in was like they were saying like millions of boxes of Taco Bell boxes were like being thrown in the trash just from certain products. So they said they just want to cut down on that. So they got rid of the products. Mm-hmm. Uh, Secret White Women was our episode uh, 2174. We got one comment from EVE who says, it's a big deal that Anita Hill is endorsing Joe Biden since black women are the Democrats most loyal voting group. I'm certain the right and the super wokes would have used her name over and over again to say, look how Biden treats women. This is the best preemptive. Keep my name out your mouth play. I'd love it if he nominated her for the Supreme Court. Me too. Me too, by the way. Also, um, I like people are going to say it's fucked up that black women get put in these positions. But my thing is y'all put people in these positions because you use them as mascots to bludgeon other people with them. Mm-hmm. So now you have a lot of women who probably don't feel that excited to vote for biden or don't feel that charged up as they were about other candidates who now are going to have to enthusiastically put their foot down like hey i this is the guy y'all you know what i mean y'all quit bull with the bullshit yeah i don't think angela davis dream candidate is joe biden but she's Mm -mm. clearly like y'all are so fucked up y'all will use my name to say this is why we don't support joe biden and i didn't say that and i don't want that i don't want a world with more donald trump in my name if you really and so i love that they take the power out of these like people that just want to prop them up as an excuse to 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 justify their own apathy like don't do this on my behalf do the right thing be don't like that's my thing i'm not trying to tell people they have to like or love this dude Mm mm-hmm I don't actually give a fuck as long as you go out and vote for him. Come on. Like you can hate his guts, but if you know the, you know the, this is a very clear right and wrong election. You know the right thing to do. So, you know, if you want to roll your eyes, if you want, I don't, why we gotta do, okay, cool, 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 whatever the fuck. I'm in the South. I'm in a state that we are fucking fighting tooth and nail just to make sure our votes are counted. I can't afford to fuck around with you so you know this was not my candidate either come on but i can't afford to fuck around so the second that he became the candidate he was my candidate before that man whatever but i'm not gonna fuck around and live four more years in this bullshit and just act like it's normal i can't do it regarding the made by maddie controversy from what i gather from the articles i read about the uh and the tweets apparently the storyboard artist for hair love alleges she and the director of made by maddie were in the same animation workshop run by matthew cherry where designs for hair love were shared i don't disbelieve that made by maddie was sold to nick jr some years ago but probably just the idea and the artwork wasn't submitted at the time it could be a case where the made by maddie team did draw inspiration from hair love when they started their art designs because hair love has also been in the work for a few years but it could just be a coincidence i don't know i guess we'll see as more comes out on this but the internet a lot in the internet a lot spreads faster than truth yeah um to me it was just obvious that no matter what you think happened everyone needed to sh- sit down for a second and let this shit play out mm-hmm. but that's not how things are presented they're yep. presented in the worst possible light possible which was they stole his idea they stole the, the hair love 
and then when you go look into it it's like the case y'all were making is not true it's not the same story it's not to me the artwork does not look the same Mm -hmm. like i know people say similar but that's essentially saying every black woman with natural hair looked the same or every you know uh (laughs) every story about black people is the same you know Watchmen the same as lovecraft country like that's not the truth so let's get into it let's get into the depths of it and so i think you know people were looking for a thing to 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 be outraged about online the hell's past the time yes and this just happened to fall into you know hey crop out crop out a couple pictures you know don't tell people what the story's about and uh oh and did you know a white woman's name is attached to this yeah because if you wanted to do it right you should have shown like the whole family so people would be like okay it's similar right but then the pictures wouldn't look the same correct you know what i mean if you show the picture with the if you show a picture with the family and if you say this is what the story is about it's not the same and then it's it's enough for people to be like well that's not the same why are you trying to say that this is the same um so that's what i thought was interesting now look maybe they and i always allow for this when we talked about it maybe you do investigate and you do find like oh no they didn't have any concept no designs no art and then suddenly after hair love they did maybe but i think you kind of need to prove that Mm -hmm. and i think also that's what you know this will end up turning into who can prove what because if they because the other thing is and this is my personal belief after the way that it's been handled i don't think you can put this out Mm -mm. yeah i I don't think it's ever coming out even if you have uh some behind the scenes like of the process or you have like the artwork or sketches because scrap it yeah because i don't know that this idea was sold with no no work attached to it at all like that's such a stretch i'm not saying it's impossible but man that is a huge stretch five years ago they paid for something that they didn't even have the fucking concept art for like they just hey yeah here's some money you know yeah, normally when you do this you have some outline even if it's just like a, a raw sketch you got something that you're basing it off of yeah and and then also like and you know maybe if you're like a name you could do that right like if you're already somebody you might be able to do that you know what i'm saying like like oh this is um i don't know uh uh rebecca sugar coming with us and hey whatever whatever we don't even need the art you, you sign sign mm-hmm. come on but i don't know that 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 this person was somebody that they were like oh my god it doesn't even matter if she has the concept we we just want to give her the money um so anyway man we'll see i mean at the end of the day that's really all all you can do we cover as many angles as we can when we talk about these things but we'll find out for sure if they stole the shit i'm sure it's gonna come out i i, I am too and and i agree with just one of those things with the not trying funny the water is already tainted so once that water is tainted odds are if if it does come out it's going to be years down the line because the internet moves so fast people are going to be done forgot and if they decide hey we're going to redo this three years from now two years from now even next year niggas won't remember they'll put it out without no fanfare it'll it'll keep going you know and 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 i guess the thing that kills me is why can't we have both i i don't know why people act like they both can't exist in the same world because let let's say this would have came out without this issue and let's say the other one would have came out without no issue and let's say they won all these animation awards these same niggas is trying to this out here trying to put them against each other would have been posting them both be like yes yes black people yes we love you yes yes and that's the part that kill me 
they they, they both can exist and it, it goes back to there can only be one why who made that rule up we want diversity but when we get the diversity we complain about the diversity yeah it's just weird even the made by maddie is a fa- it's about fashion like i don't it's, it's just weird it's it's but i honestly think it's the environment mm-hmm. you know it's twitter like mm-hmm. it is i've seen enough of this over it's, the pattern is what i'm seeing right and it's, it's like incomplete information or i should say cherry-picked information then and then we present it to you in the most salacious way possible everyone goes off we're like everyone feels righteous anger we pour it all in and then later when it's found out like oh wait we may have jumped to a conclusion damage is already done right nobody apologizes nobody says they wrong nobody cares about the money loss nobody cares about these black people losing their jobs you don't you don't you don't you don't don't lie to me you don't and after something like this i don't think you can get it back you see what i'm saying Mm -hmm. that's the thing because so much of so much of this kind of shit is just goodwill mm-hmm. and this clearly is not a pro- a product that they invested a lot of money and time in as far as like um promotion so they clearly were gonna put it out and just hope for some you know positive word of mouth type shit if that's if it was gonna get popular it's just gonna be from black people being like oh this is actually pretty good mm-hmm. um so now that you're walking in the door with they stole it i don't even know if i want to press play on that i don't even know if people you know what another thing that's happened with is this um cuties movie that everyone's talking about on netflix now because it has some misleading promotion like it's a movie about the over sexualization of the tween teenage type of girl uh age for for little girls Mm -hmm. and it's and it's like really popular it's blowing up at these things and then uh i want to say either netflix or somebody like promoted it with a picture of the girls in like um i don't think it's like bikinis but maybe like dance uniforms or something like something to the effect that people associate with like this is someone trying to be sexy and so it turned into they're over sexualizing girls this even though the movie's not about that the movie's about the opposite of that it's called it's about how that issue consumes people and mm-hmm. it's promotional art it wasn't like you know yeah, someone said they dance team outfits yeah it was shit, a dance team shit, yeah, shit that them yeah. girls wear all the time i mean, Which, I mean like like it, yeah. in that genre yes right now i haven't seen the movie yet but now that the movie is dropped i'm seeing all this oh this is really good um th- man if maybe if we if people hadn't just jumped in and tried to like cancel this shit before it was out maybe you know it would have a positive thing but people are people now are undoing the negative things they learned by watching the movie that is such a hard position to be in as a creative Mm -hmm. right because i don't want to have to disprove something to an audience i want the audience to come in and enjoy a journey with me as opposed to i heard this was some pedophile bullshit and it's like no it's not oh it's actually about the opposite of that oh it's actually about how we over sexualize little kids oh it's actually a really poignant movie that we need to blah 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 well i was caught up in the fight about it on twitter i was caught up in the fight about it on facebook i just heard that y'all made some shitty shit not to mention by the time it gets to a lot of people they've only heard second and third hand information they don't read articles Mm -mm. so if you present like my whole point if you present this as we stole this from a black creator who won an oscar it really doesn't fucking matter whether you did or not Mm -mm. that is how the fuck people know about it Mm -hmm. now and you know if you google made by maddie now is every article is just about they were it was pulled for uh mm-hmm. people accusing it of being stolen so mm-hmm. 
you know and and like i said it was fucked up that the little girl who lost the job posted the video and then people was like oh yeah you know this is sad and maybe it was maybe we shouldn't have rushed to conclusions like well now it's too late you know what i mean <laughs> she ain't like that job's gone I, yeah that job's gone yeah maybe they hopefully one day roll it out slowly uh on some platform and without yeah. saying but i doubt it i doubt it too and who knows you know when they do if she quote unquote has aged out or mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying because you know as you get older your voice change like things change about you as you get older yep so uh let's see the poll was are you secretly a white woman hiding as a black person something i've had to ask a lot of people lately uh 55 percent say no four percent say yes mm, mm. i will leave a comment let us know and 41 percent say i'm a white woman of color which i am as well so i that that's not a secret white woman we're pretty out and open with that okay pumpkin spice season is upon us it is hello um karen oh i'm a white woman of color oh, okay all right just checking right. you never know you might be a secret white woman I had to find out uh <laughs> well my name is karen that's what I they mean, say i mean and every now and then i i've had to uh type a few uh white woman letters and uh put mm-hmm. on my white woman voice and, and, and let customer service know i'm not the one to fuck with you've spoken to several managers i've seen it so and, and put it like this if i got the time bitch i got the time uh tish says at this point i'm gonna start with the secret white woman when i find out about new people all the people i've known about prior to now under review starting with myself i'm tracking down baby pictures and facebook pics i'm tagged in to see who i grew up around and what kind of cultural presentation was being displayed with my within my circles interviews will be conducted if further review is deemed necessary that's what i say start with yourself look at yourself in the mirror and say Do some self-investigation am i a secret white woman because you might be and you don't like the time to find out is now don't wait too long <laughs> don't wait too long you know and then you're gonna then you're gonna have to reveal it to your community that's not really your community because how can they hold you accountable when it's not really what is community anyway what does accountable mean <laughs> look it up in the dictionary i don't know i cancel myself what is cancellation cancel culture isn't real so really did i cancel anything uh episode 2175 you in danger girl was with our girl janelle james <laughs> we had a couple of comments monty says janelle james is the absolute best and that's all i really wanted to say mm-hmm. this was this is a terrific episode as it always is with her so funny rod how it's true that there aren't a lot or any comments when there's a fantastic guest well i broke that cycle i agree with janelle about billionaires it only comes about by hurting others so no i wouldn't want to be one yeah Uh, i don't yeah and 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 the thing about that i don't think that uh every billionaire is just out here their whole thing is fuck fuck the poor people all of them are not like that i just think it's different kinds of billionaires it is but my other thing is this why is a motherfucker that got a hundred million dollars also how did they get that money with no one being harmed you know what i mean a million dollars like why does like we associate a certain amount of money with okay now you cross this line you're bad like so like if jay-z and them have 900 million dollars good one billion bad that's it's just we are children we are fucking children is my point we 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 want everything to be so black and white it's so fucking silly to me to me that's a huge 
there's a huge fucking difference between someone became a billionaire by singing and entertaining people and someone that comes a billionaire by you know exploiting people's labor and yeah they're not the same yeah and and creating horrible work conditions that has an army of thousands of people employed under them that you know they monitor and do all this shit too you know like i think there's a difference between jeff bezos and you not being able to take a shit at work and beyonce i just to me like what rihanna does with savage fenty and uh what you know um you know what 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 the coke brothers do is different i just don't but we're such children we just want these they want very simple rules of bad good that's that's all we want we don't want anything in the Mm -hmm. middle we don't want any like we don't want to ever admit we just don't know right like this motherfucker got a lot of money could be a great person could be a terrible piece of shit i don't fucking know right and most people don't know you know and uh that that's the thing the gray area is where most people fall and yeah. i think for a lot of people because they never know that they the average person knows that they will not make that type of money but they think if they had that type of money they will be quote unquote good so because you know this person got the money you don't they're bad and you're good well it's like i would never want that money it's easy you know what i would never want to have sex with rihanna i'm gonna be real with y'all i don't i I just think people that have sex with rihanna are bad people you know and as a better person than them i would just say no Mm -mm. i would stop at kelly Rowland best okay because that's what good people do it's a way of virtue signaling when you haven't done shit like that's not even an option for me this is my point i can right. like rihanna don't want to fuck you dog you're not gonna be a billionaire so nope. of course it's because you're too good to be a billionaire no like it's not even that shit it's just people feel how they feel but it's we are children when it comes to this shit so you know can we just isn't everybody with uh, like and that's the other thing too when it comes to america and per capita money and shit and over the world like a lot of us if we had to fairly distribute everything throughout the globe so that everyone had the same allotment of resources mm-hmm. a lot of us would be coming down not up <laughs> like people living check to check you still coming down mm-hmm. you know what i mean like because like actually, uh, compared to other countries we actually got a lot like that car is actually a little too nice okay that mm-hmm. that apartment a little too big that like mm-hmm. if we really wanted to do that so i just think yeah we, them clothes they look too good yeah we like the virtue we like to assign virtue to a lack of money and a and take away virtue to a to the fact that people do have money but a lot of that is based off of envy and and just feeling like we'll never be those people mm-hmm. um and i get by the way i get why people feel this way because the opposite feeling to me is the one that that has hurt so many people which is i feel like i can be rich and therefore anything someone with money does is correct there's no fucked up mentality right there's nothing but you know it's to me that like that doesn't necessarily like i said you can be a broke fucked up person you can be a rich nice person it's to me i don't think money is necessarily the the sign no one way or the other money just amplifies what's already there yeah like i know motherfuckers that have done some really fucked up shit and, and don't got no money Mm-mm. you know um kim doc says it'll feel different you can invest infinitely more than a billion uh oh i think okay so she answered the poll but on the website okay cool cool give me a second let me do the poll first and go back to this comment then so the poll was do you think you can make a difference you can feel the difference between a hundred million dollars compared to having a billion dollars because that's another thing people say after a certain amount of money it doesn't affect your happiness you can't even tell the difference and i'm like i would like to see 
i would just like to know look I would like to see. if i can't tell the difference i give it back but i just would like to I'm know not. if i can tell the difference that's all i would like to know okay is it a difference between i'm renting a private plane and i own a private plane i would like to know okay is taking a helicopter across town money a hundred million or is that like eight hundred million you know what i mean nobody else curious just me no yeah i'm curious too and no i'm not giving it back i don't care what i don't what don't care what the test results are well, you're an evil capitalist karen but i sure am uh, i'm not giving back shit i would personally give it all back Mm-mm. every single dollar of it because i'm such a good person no you so, no, no you won't because if you got a million dollars i got a million dollars me we got a million dollars i, did, I gotta say so and i ain't giving back shit we're talking about a hundred million dollars in a billion though so if i had a billion dollars and i couldn't tell the difference between that and a hundred million then yeah y'all can have it okay because i just want to feel i just want to see how i feel in my hand mm-mm, mm-mm. but i also suspect i can tell the difference mm-hmm. and i feel like the people that pay for the polls to tell us that there is no difference are the rich people okay they're out here controlling the polls and y'all dummies falling for it um <laughs> uh do you think Cause, you could because uh-huh. that much because that much money like we was watching corporate that's that fuck you money you get to a certain level you can be like i'm not doing it and be like i'm good and just walk away mm-hmm. and be like i don't have to compromise i literally can do what i want to do and that's what most people want that's why they get mad at rich people because they was like i wish i could just do whatever the fuck i wanted to do until everybody kissed my ass uh do you think you can feel the difference yes 60 percent are there with me they suspect you can feel the difference between 100 million and a billion and 41 percent say no you can't feel the difference yeah i think you can feel the difference i'm I'm just i think you oprah swag different to me than gail swag okay yes oprah has like a whole i know garden like uh gail wanted some vegetables she was like uh bitches over there like even if a yonla house and oprah house were the exact same size i think you can feel oprah feel can feel it she can feel she got the billion oh yes you know I, and i'm yeah, there's nothing y'all can do to make me not think that other than give me a billion dollars so if you're a billionaire and you listening to this podcast and you just want to run a, a experiment let me get up let me give me a hundred million let me hold that for like six months and then give me a billion and let me just have that and if i don't feel the difference i'll give it back but if i do feel the difference i get to keep it so if you're listening out there warren buffett hey i know you ain't giving it to your kids anyway Mm-mm. let's do some brewster's million shit okay let's get in this dog this could be a great learning experience for the whole uh for the world uh eve says if you're a billionaire you can buy a hundred million dollar house personally bid settle for a million uh, personally i would settle for a million well yeah eve you got low standards you eat arby's okay um uh, and then kim doc says it'll feel different you can invest infinitely more than of of a billion the losses won't hurt as much even at a hundred million you might run out of things to buy and places to see yeah I, I mean i just feel like people also treat you different they do i feel like a hundred million people still be like nah i'm gonna tell you the truth about yourself i feel like with a billion you can just say some wild shit to somebody like you start making out with your cousin and they'd be like uh it's a he's a billionaire i'm sorry we have to do this um <laughs> all right we have episode 2176 
desegregating them cheeks uh which is our lovecraft country recap Mm -hmm. my mom called and she enjoyed this one as well she did c6 says i was listening to this episode with my girlfriend and i say to her wait what if william and christina are the same person have we ever seen them together and then five seconds later rod says i think william and christina are the same person that's why i love this podcast somehow you can read my mind in the future (laughs) <laughs> deanne replied to that i thought they were the same person from the beginning because i'm rewatching an old show where that's a big plot point well shout out to you deanne mm-hmm. eve says this is a recap made this recap made me appreciate you too even more because a lot of the episodes went over my episode went over my head but everything makes so much more sense now i would definitely have to rewatch to catch what i missed the first time but one thing i did understand loud and clear is my trolls ain't shit thanks eve mm-hmm yeah you know i i I keep i listen to a lot of podcasts and a lot of people seem to be very confused by the show Mm -hmm. um which i i was a little bit surprised that people were so confused you know um not that i think the show is necessarily quote unquote simple right but it just seemed like the kind of show you just don't do other shit cut on the closed caption a lot of people don't i think and watch it yeah i think this show you have to pay attention and so many people watch it and they're live tweeting and they're on like like there's a lot of people when they watch they are literally doing other things and so when you're doing all these other things you're watching but you're not watching um because like i said i've watched confusing shows like literally where you're like the fuck is this uh this is more of a like like there there are things you know they're kind of laying things out and um not answering questions but that's like all tv shows so to me it's not so confusing that you can't follow yeah it's not i mean and maybe it's because i don't watch the horror genre because i think the horror genre at least in my opinion has a lot of just we didn't even try to make this make sense we just wanted to scare you and this show it seems more sci-fi where there is sense to be made of it Mm -hmm. but you just have to be paying attention yeah they set rules and they so far they've been sticking to their rules yeah i mean and of course with all tv shows rules are broken all the time oh yes it's just shit just seems to kind of be coming together like there's a bigger thing at play i I don't know that i'll catch everything and Mm -hmm. i don't make it my goal to catch everything but you know anyway and maybe there will be an episode where we're just like i don't know what the fuck happened shit might be we don't know so monty said monty says totally don't watch the show and it takes me like three hours to finish the recap because i enjoy it so much and get distracted then i'm like wait what rewind a lot of rewinding i agree with eve that i love your recap powers i love that rod has this style of breaking the episode down into chunks so i follow the uh the story from the character's point of view at all times it's not just a summary of events which the major outlets like oh the major outlets do and i just love how rod and karen you bounce your interpretations and predictions off each other rod i also love how you add in historical facts such as how black people weren't allowed to check books out of the library in some places when you address the real life figures in history it really deepens my interest in the show yeah and it's only because i think they put that in there like they there's there's so much more shit i don't pick up on like i didn't know that the dress journey smollett was wearing was the dress from ease bayou that her mama was wearing in mm-hmm. that movie i i would have never picked that up in a million years same like i only um fucking um like i only see that kind of stuff on like twitter or facebook the next mm-hmm. day or something so there's just they just put a lot of layers into this and i would like to appreciate the layers that they did because i feel like that makes the recap more fun and um and i appreciate their work and then i know some people have said they listen to the official 
hbo recap thing which is dope um mm-hmm. chernobyl i listened to theirs when that when i watched the chernobyl series mm-hmm. hbo had another podcast that that accompanied it accompanied 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 it but what i was gonna say is with this one i don't because Mm-mm. we do a recap and right. i feel like us repeating anyone else's work is not gonna be as authentic as what we do i agree so i don't want to be a, a recap that recap somebody else's recap you know right so that's the reason that i don't listen but i may listen in the off season or go back and catch up on it um and also what they do it probably is different than us because i mean they're hamstrung by being attached to the product so you can't do so much what if right if you start predicting what's gonna happen next week and you write then it's like nigga you spoiled the show and you probably knew because you worked on the show or you mm-hmm. work with the show or you seen and also yes. another thing they're doing a lot of these people have seen the first five episodes and then they're going back and recapping and trying to remember like not to spoil and all this and they and some of it they know where it's going and they know this is gonna so it's just a different product than what we make agreed uh karen are you still okay with the show because each episode sounds scarier and scarier strength to you and thank you i made the right decision by not watching it karen i'm okay with show um like roger say i do i can do sci-fi and like roger said this is more of a sci-fi versus i don't like scary for the sake of being scary if that makes sense it needs to have a purpose behind it like like something else needs to be happening to kind of move the storyline along i don't like like those jump scares you know people hopping out to the bushes like i I like for me i'm like nah i'm good Mm -hmm. you know that's why i don't watch the souls or, or none of that shit uh but for this like i said i can do sci-fi roger could tell you i watch a lot of sci-fi shit me and him watch sci-fi together and sci-fi is more suspenseful to me than scary like that like that's what i draw the difference i don't mind suspense i don't like scary yeah i think so as well like um and to me the more suspenseful stuff is racial and i i watched you know i lived that so chris reese uh chris, yeah chris reese says letty keeping secrets from ruby gonna get her in some mess shaking my head oh i rewatched episode one george got so nervous when tick mentioned his dad wrote him a letter about his mama i missed that when george was scared it said something about him being tick's dad i'm sure mm, makes sense mm-hmm. kim doc says i also thought they were the same person the show is too intentional with every detail every time i see emmett till break my heart breaks i can feel it coming and i don't want to see it even yeah i, I don't yeah. know what the the stuff with emmett till if they're planning on going full like we're gonna watch him die i hope not um i have seen that portrayed before in fiction um one of the um the tales from the hood sequel which is on netflix i think maybe even straight to netflix had a portrayal of emmett till dying um and yeah of course it's it's it's, uh tough to watch uh um even in the context of tales from the hood which is more of a sillier type of movie right uh the poll was will hippolyta discover the destroyed estate in artem yes uh she'll she won't oh yes or she'll get there but it won't be destroyed anymore or she won't even get to the estate karen that's a tough one i i i I think that she's gonna get there and it's all gonna be together Mm mm-hmm uh and most people agree with you 66 percent of the audience thinks she's gonna get to artem to get to that estate and it's not even gonna be destroyed Mm -mm. and i'm in a smaller percentage 
now i'm not in the she won't get to the estate which is 13 percent, but i am in the 21 percent that says she's gonna get there and it will be destroyed so hopefully we'll get some answers next week mm-hmm. and we'll find out who was right me or karen okay um <laughs> uh all right let's get into um some other stuff but that's all the comments on the uh website but we do still have emails and we do have um uh, a couple of voicemails here um on skype hello rod and karen this is d ramsey i know i gotta be quick anyway i've missed all the lives this week i charge it to me and having brain farts but anyway Listening to the end part of episode 2176, the review of Lovecraft, I'm co-signing with you all five stars. Enjoy the show. Take away what you take away for from it. If you do want, you know, questions answered, things like that, do your research. Kind of go back and forth with a small handful of people and then just, like I said, enjoy the show. Um, grateful for y'all for doing the review and I think I'm gonna have to start going back watching them at least twice now because I know I miss stuff y'all stay safe and love everything that y'all do for the community and for the podcast be blessed uh thank you D Ramsey thank you and yeah I think um you know I think watching twice is would benefit a lot of people right now yeah because there are things that you pick up on like i said i normally don't watch it twice but there are things that you probably can pick up on re-watching it that you don't actually see because when you know how something's going to end you begin to watch things in the background and facial spread like like things that you're just ignoring the first time because your, your your brain is trying to process what's happening mm-hmm. uh and so much of the show is about throwing you off kilter and you not knowing what to expect next mm-hmm so watching it knowing what to expect is a different feeling than watching it not knowing what to expect yeah so you can be like oh in the background this was happening or you know this neighbor did this thing or whatever mm-hmm. so yeah like i said when i've watched stuff like two and three times some or even some of my favorite things to watch uh i will pick up something new every single time depending on if it's that type of a show because like there'll be shit that's small or microscopic in the background somebody moving somebody in the window like Mm -hmm. like so unless you're actually just paying close attention you will miss it yeah all right next one this is from jen hi rod and karen it's jen from brooklyn just calling to say hello i am so behind on episodes that i have nothing relevant to contribute but i just wanted to say i love y'all and um jen from brooklyn is actually jen from nc right now i'm actually right around the corner from y'all in raleigh because brooklyn is not where it's at for the quarantine so i'm with my parents right now sadly you know there will be no tbgwt live shows because we locked down but sending positive vibes from north carolina and yeah have a great week and i hope to catch up soon not having a commute is wonderful but i get a lot less podcasting in so mm. i will catch up soon and maybe have something to say about the episodes but i'm listening slow and steady and i love y'all have a great week bye uh, well thanks for checking in Jen. yes thank you you know um, you're gonna get this three weeks from now yeah we will talk to you whenever you catch up uh you get here we appreciate that you're still listening and mm-hmm. uh, mostly just appreciate you being safe you know with Come your parents on. and commuted you know and that's the thing that no commute to work definitely changes things i haven't had a commute for a while but uh, i find that i listen when i do passive i listen passively a lot cooking 
uh playing uh video games um exercise and stuff of that nature taking a shower i do i do that's how i get my listening hours in these days uh all right emails the blackout tips at gmail andrea writes in lovecraft country uh hi rod and karen hey how you doing andrea thank you for writing in i appreciate you uh long time listener second time quote unquote caller i love that you're recapping lovecraft your recaps are epic i stopped watching the walking dead and only listening to recaps because let's be honest you're better than the show anyways i wanted to reach out and point out that in many cultures rather than being hated for our lgbtqia fam actually hold a revered and special place in the spiritual hierarchy the two spirit folks are known as gatekeepers between the material world and the spirit world world they help us communicate with our pat with our spirit teams elder elders allies and so much more yeah um similar thing with india too was that it was either india or taiwan we were reading about in one of i can't remember which i I actually i may have fucked up one of those countries i don't know it's i think it's one of those two countries but i don't remember exactly which one but same thing it's like there's a reverential element to uh to people being trans or uh two genders or what you know different uh um you know whatever nom- uh, name you want to put that under like mm-hmm. there's like a there was like a spiritual reverence for it like this is a person that's a spirit guy this person does this, this and at the same time in those same societies sometimes they were still treated bad mm-hmm. which is like which is crazy like imagine being like this person has the power the spiritual magical power to be a priestess also i'm gonna treat you like shit also i'm gonna make sure you don't have a job also i'm gonna beat you you know mm-hmm. um but yeah like like i said i i i don't i only understood that um there must have been some backlash to the treatment of the character in the episode um i i think maybe it's just the fact that we have our own privilege and just to be frank i don't watch things very rarely do i watch something that it did not actually happen and get quote-unquote triggered you see what i'm saying so even when it's black violence like even when it's someone doing something racist to a black person i very even and i know that happens in real life very rarely do i go oh my god this is this is really like it's happening to me yeah i can separate that that's why i don't i don't like to watch real shootings because i know that shit is real yeah like if i watch an actual video of a black person being shot by the police it that will fuck with me for real Mm -hmm. but then i could watch someone get fucking flayed on game of thrones it won't bother me not even a little bit Mm -mm. i'm like that didn't happen right you know those are actors they're okay walking dead you know it's like some of the shit that's happened on there so gross quote unquote but it's not real um so i think that's that so that may already put me in a different category than than a lot of people Mm -hmm. one of the first things colonizers did when they colonized a culture is to turn the local spiritual system on its head make all the gods and demons and install their gods all the gods demons install their gods blending just enough of the mythologies uh for to make the transition easier for the children to get mixed up so it's easy to see how the vile hatred of lgbtqia folks is nothing more than colonizers vileness that's all i love you guys andy yeah yeah definitely i I really do think these creators are intentional enough and thoughtful enough that this will not be the last we hear or see yohima i just can't imagine i don't think it they would i just can't imagine they'd be this i mean i guess it's possible 
you know um maybe watch disclosure on netflix if you're listening to us and you haven't yet but you think about the portrayal of trans people and the experiences that have been shown on screen and the amount of ways it can go wrong you would hope that misha green um and and crow and, and crew are like if we feel like we're showing you something like this there has to be something Mm -hmm. bigger than this at play we would never just casually be like and let's just kill this trans person violently because fuck it i hope i really and i i'm i have enough faith and privilege that i can be patient and wait it out too yes yeah uh miss martikin says thanks for the blackness for the nuance i was listening to a lesser podcast and a black man was like kamala harris only went to an hbcu so that one day she can run for office she could pull the black cards okay so her black father doesn't count uh not i guess not when that man doesn't want it to uh she pledged aka and grew up in the states as a black woman but she is not included in blackness what about her black sister black nieces and nephews they actually compared her to rachel dolezal and the second lady who just came out whose name i'm not memorizing jessica crook um we need to memorize these names y'all okay put them on t-shirts we need to know the secret white women among us <laughs> this is how they slide back in because we don't want to remember their names next thing you know you're looking up and your homegirl Rhonda that works across the hall in the call center is a motherfucking secret white woman and you're like you never knew how'd you get in here always always been jessica craig the whole time i feel like the world is going crazy then i listen to you and karen and i'm uh and i'm like see people have good sense you and all of your guests is the blackout tips extended universe tbgwteu uh <laughs> let me go back to listen to y'all and janelle james thank you thank you uh yeah it's a lot of election brings it out in people too it's just a lot of just mishmash out there y'all it's a lot of bad information bad low information type of yeah, a lot of low information and not even sometimes low information because the currency on social media is attention mm-hmm. so a lot of times people do shit and say shit that they don't even believe they just say it because it gets attention yeah and i mean and it's just there's no if you want to have integrity and do a little research and read and all this shit that's you just will. something you only have to do yourself because there is no defining line there's no journalistic standard there's no person coming in for most podcasters and being like hey this is not right you need to fix this or this information we can't put this out so yeah uh joanna says hey rod and and queen karen so i have a theory that christina and william are either the same person or she created him out of some reverse adam and eve shit she cannot join the order because she's a woman and it makes no sense to me she is going through all of this to get the orrery after her father is dead and i think she orchestrated that too unless she had other plans i did not read the book so i had no idea how how on how on track i am or uh or am not but watching this show is the most fun i had since game of thrones thanks again for the recaps thanks joanna mm-hmm. it, has, it has been really really fun mm-hmm. um episode three jeremy says good morning afternoon or night from memphis thank you both for everything you do i love you too now i rarely call in an email i'll definitely do it more but right when you said that christine i think that's her name yeah christina i think mm-hmm. and william 
might be the same person you made a light bulb go off in my head it makes perfect sense the perfect way for her to get past the only men allow areas that would block her secondly i know that when tick punched the siren in the elevator but it's pretty common in military training it kind of compares to saving someone from that's drowning and that person is panicking making you both sink you knock them out so you both survive lastly uh, yeah i don't oh yeah for i don't feel like that was some type of like message we punching trans people in the face it, i mean <laughs> at least i don't i didn't take it that way i didn't take it like that like either. i was like because their thing was like okay this sound is so out there like we have to get to stop yeah it was just funny the imagery of him punching this person mm-hmm. it, like he kissed this woman and then punched this person in the face in the same like five seconds it's just like damn then and knocked her out it was just it was a lot happening at the same time lastly as soon as i saw those elevator doors i knew they were in the basement of letty's house i don't want to ramble on so i'll save it for voicemails and emails love peace and soul thanks jeremy uh Corith, uh caritha right sam your girl krug oh now she my girl okay i'll see how this goes dear out of <laughs> you know black people boy. We we'll love- take you black people come on to the cookout uh uh-uh, no that's not what i'm talking about and i'm talking about black people love to do that where somebody fuck up and we be like that's your girl they here come your best friend shit that, like that your mama guess what your mama did but no we will not take jessica crug to the cookout what are you talking about karen no not jessica crug that's what she said your girl crug no 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 i'm sorry i yeah. mean i mean we'll take the author of the letter to the cookout yeah. yes well she coming anyway she black you know all black people coming even the coons they they coming they gonna be there. that's why i'm not gonna be there i hope this message finds you well i'm not sure this is worth spending time on during the show but i just couldn't resist sharing a statement from duke university press and the latina editor that shepherded krug's book into the world oh a latina editor because mm. i was told that it was only black men that enabled this woman to run this motherfucking scam on us i heard she fooled a lot of people as the weakest link it was only every everyone knew except for black men and white people i that's what i heard so you saying it was other people because i feel like if you a latina and she pretending to be afro-caribbean that falls into your purview of you need to check the gate mm-hmm. like that's no longer on me that's on you dog you, that you a, she don't went to the other field like say some spanish she can't speak it okay see we got come start. on she can't speak it we got to check the equifax okay we need to check mm-hmm. need- she, she hit that but like uno dos tres come on can you finish this we need a race equifax on these motherfuckers can we get a race equifax in america is that a thing has someone done that yet right we need that we we need that shit it says here you were in a car accident and uh when you were in sixth grade and uh the picture of your foot looks rather light skinned i i don't need to go ahead and see that foot right now anyway um <laughs> uh but yeah that foot don't look like it got diabetes mm-hmm. oh your flashlight is on your phone by the way um but yeah uh she shepherded cook's book book and krug's book into the world as i said in the chat folks like me who mentor scholars of color have some years ahead of ourselves and dealing with all the painful fallout oh yeah because mm-hmm. then doors begin to shut because they be like we can't trust us we don't trust nobody 
even if they can look at you and tell you black well see this is the thing i hate about these fucking interlopers man they come in and the damage they do to our community is real yes because what what's gonna happen is that people can now use this to highlight that black work and race is not real right and that's why i don't believe when she said this shit about holding the same values and ethics i'm still me and i just you know no you can't because what you're saying is i think black people who talk about race essentially are grifters and that anyone can come in pretend to be them imitate them and succeed in that area because you like something inside of you feels that the if if you're telling the truth which i don't think she is but let's say let's give her take her at her face value Mm -hmm. she associates trauma with blackness and therefore feels her trauma gives her some sort of insight into blackness where she should be able to take over the black experience and write as a black person no trauma is trauma right right trauma and blackness that's like the same people i was raised poor so you know to me i was a poor white person same as being black so no, no it's not no that's number one number two she was crazy as hell right a lunatic like i will talk about that tomorrow there's an article from one of her white neighbors former neighbors or whatever she okay. was, she was just she was just fucked up too okay Okay, we'll get to that but then the third thing is um you are saying that this shit is not real when you know this did not happen to you and you take our stories and what you're what you're leaving behind is a trail of now skeptical white people like they were already skeptical before don't get me wrong but now they they will use you as the fuel they will use you as the justification for what they do to us. So to the black scholars that work in that field that will now have it even harder, who will now have their work scrutinized even more, who will now have their work disrespected because like, well, your book was only second as good to hers. So how good could you really be? You know, that shit is the, is the cost that they really have when they do this. Right. And that's why people are mad and people are, and that's why people go, you know, go for their heads on the internet because they was like, you know you out here fucking faking the funk there are a lot of uh white people out here that are white that are like i'm helping the cause but that's the thing they're not trying to run blackness you came in wanting to fucking be the goddamn leader nobody asked for that and that's the thing like we know they're skeptical we know they don't want to believe us we know they don't want to respect that work already but you came in claiming to help so you can't so like your reasoning makes no sense Mm -hmm. and you hurt you harmed you mm-hmm. injured mm-hmm. like you made this shit worse you know mm-hmm. like you being yeah. a laughing stock makes that's it's like how people go well at least rachel Dozo was trying to help i'm like no she's a, she now makes the ncaa of spokane look like a fucking joke right how like how how, how can anyone credit her for that yeah and people you know and they're going like how can we take y'all seriously when something actually does happen because y'all y'all let that bitch in i'm gonna read this letter on the show because we we going we got it's, we already making good time anyway um but i'm gonna go to the next session before i before i read it all right let's get to reading this thing editorial director gisella fosado speaks out about jessica a crook and for the record I, I was joking around earlier i don't blame this woman for being fooled by this woman i, I really don't but i know the way things work we <laughs> whiteness is so great even in this woman's grifting infiltration subterfuge lying bullshit it's gonna be people of color at the center of wow she was able to get away with this it's never gonna be just her fault 
she will never be able to just oh, hold no. this l it's gonna always be that we didn't do enough gatekeeping it's fucking ridiculous right all boys back down into whiteness man it's she's still protected same thing happened with rachel dolo's out mm-hmm. i spent last thursday and friday reading and processing the many stories shared on twitter about jessica a crooks decade-long fraudulent and hurtful appropriation of black and latinx identity i have been sickened angered and fl- saddened by the many years that she disp- dis- deployed gross racial stereotypes to build her fake identity and the way that she coupled her lives with the self-righteous policing of racial politics within the black and latinx circles that she intruded upon my interactions with crook who authored a book with the duke university press were limited the first time she lied to me was an email exchange in 2017 i asked her how to pronounce her name she answered thanks for asking about my last name is actually cruz and it's pronounced as such long story and when we met up in per- meet up in person i'll tell you as an acquisition editor i often present information about our authors and our books to colleagues across our departments and as someone whose name is often mispronounced i work hard to get names right from that point forward everyone across our press dutifully refer dutifully dutifully pronounced her name is cruz so there you go because uh bomani was asking her her name was crook how'd she trick everybody and there you go when i met her in person for the other first time the following year shortly after her book was published she told me that the fictitious story how her grandparents came to this country from the caribbean and how immigration officials had a transcription mistake on her last name their last name she also repeated other details that i now know to be false about her identity and her past those of us who are connected to crew in her scholar and her scholarship and especially those of us who are people of color are grappling with several layers of anger and hurt there is a personal pain of having someone impersonate your own identity in the most racist way possible through caricatures and stereotypes mm-hmm isn't it funny when they want to pretend to be us they always got to use trauma pain anger right i'm I'm the, I'm the angriest at the white people like that's, yeah they super angry yeah i'm the most woke i'm the i'm the blackity black black there's also the shameful sense that as someone who labored to support her work as her acquisition editor i helped publish the work of someone who early in her career took funding and other opportunities that were earmarked for non-white scholars many of us who promoted her work in one way or another have also struggled in trying to consider the relationship between crew uh scholarship and her wrongdoing there are times when a scholar does harm that can be seen as unrelated to their scholarship in this case krug leveraged her deception to enable and promote her work in ways that are not quantifiable or always specific as others have pointed out krug scholarship may not have ever existed without the funding that was inseparable from her two day decades of lives yeah that someone else did not get who was actually of those races right what are we then to do with her scholarship which as it happens has been widely praised and recognized as important many scholars and scholar activists have continued to push for a focus not just on content of scholarship but also on context methods ethics and politics often promoting decolonial approaches see that's also the other thing the space she's in is the most theoretical space so you're gonna have a lot of debates and ethically and all this other shit about Cause that's, that's, what to do with her yeah that, that's 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 what they do like like yeah. you know because it's high education these these are like doctorates and shit like like that. we won't have to do all this high concept shit for the rest of the community because to me i'm just like i won't ever read a book and i don't fuck with her but you know 
there may be some validity or worth in her in because people already were about to award this book people already were upping her work which means without knowing she was lying they thought the work was good that's what that means uh these are the conversations and movements that can lead us forward um i hope that we can all muster the strength to lean into these conversations even though they will challenge us all uh that's basically what what that level of education is about the conversation almost everyone i've spoken to about crow's book has asked about profits from her book the truth is that the book like many monographic scholarly works did not generate a profit its expenses were more than its revenues despite that duke university press committed to moving all proceeds from the book to a fund that will support the work of black and latino scholars our conversations and deliberations about other action will continue and uh i do appreciate that um they left the comments open on this 29 comments oh i know people as opposed to, to uh as opposed to jessica who closed the comments on her post hmm. um so yeah i i don't even but yeah i mean i obviously i feel bad for that person but to me that's just a person that got fooled yes yes and and the, the thing is is when things like this happen because of the damage and the repercussion behind it uh and, pe- and people are mad at the people that that um, uh infiltrate these uh minority groups of color but a lot of times people spread blame around like a lot of times versus be like bitch you shouldn't have did this it spread around how was you fooled why, why did you know it's like also because it's a blame community yes all them niggas do is like they they also act like they have fucking like some preternatural blackness that can fucking just i'll never be fooled i've i've always been the wokest i've never you know it's a place where you erase your mistakes mm-hmm. this is a place where people delete their tweets or they del- you know several times yeah so to see that people i'm not surprised that these are the motherfuckers you do it to you know what i mean because you're the easiest to get got because so much of what is happening is just these motherfuckers like having to perform blackness all the time you know when um and so much of academic blackness has been tainted by whiteness Uh, that doesn't mean that you can't be a this is not me making a judgment of academics about you a bad black Mm -mm, person mm -mm, but just mm -mm. because of the nature of what you're doing right i'm trying to convince a institution of whiteness to recognize my black brilliance my black struggle my people's stories yes and so much of what you do to get that attention is about um promoting yourself almost as like a black charity case like there's a lot of like i was born in the hood and i did this and i did that and i you know and 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 i need your whiteness to come in and help me and save me or and if you don't pitch it that way a lot of times they don't respect it like if you pitch it as an equal like no i I, you know uh this isn't about need i just know what the fuck racism is Mm -hmm. and i want to write about it a lot of times they're not as interested in that you know um not to mention the path to be an academic for a lot of black people is a path directly taken out away from blackness in some cases Mm -hmm. so you know um at some point you know when you're like with me i was a smart black kid all of a sudden i got i'm in a scholarship internship program i'm in um i'm in ag ap classes 
um i duke university wants me to be in their summer program which costs thousands of dollars um and and true story i i mean i hated duke i was a carolina fan but the reason i turned that down my dad said he would have paid for it but i saw the brochure and i saw how much money it was so even if my dad could have afforded it i just could not see myself being like for a month every summer pay x amount of thousands of dollars so i can go do this shit just and i and i know that a white kid probably doesn't have as much trepidation about that they they but been like we doing it yeah but that that's fucked up i shouldn't have even thought like that i'm right. a kid right you should have but been I, like, I know that's an adult yeah but at the time i was like no this is ridiculous you know what i'm saying so right you're like it's how much and your daddy was like if you want to do it we'll find a way and yeah. you know as and a lot of black children are like but i know this shit is expensive mama <laughs> so i think you're so you have that then you have people that you know a lot of times if you're that kind of like black person that's going to be an academic and you know you have to kind of modify who you are for whiteness in different spaces you have to do a lot of code switching sometimes that leads to you being the ostracized black kid Mm -hmm. now you're the kid that talks white now you're the kid that oh you think you better than us type thing and if you're bringing that experience to academia which is not necessarily a mainstream black experience right it's it's not necessarily representative of the 90 percent of black people but it's representative of of a significant portion of black people Mm -hmm. you're now bringing that baggage with you there's a lot of shit and then you bring in twitter where so much of this promotion is just us being like i'm angry and let me tell you how special i am because i'm articulating in a different way than the way this other person articulated and i want to stand out that then opens up the gateway to the community quote unquote being infiltrated because at that point it's no longer community you see what i'm saying you're competing at this point honestly like i i'm doing black scholarship work over here and i got these people that i know for for sure that i but some of these people i hey i met them that i got this job yeah a lot of times it might be hard to vet because like it's one of those things where it's about relationships it's about connections which a lot of things are once you get so high up that's what it's about and and once you get to those levels it's hard to be relationships with people like like the real relationships. well they also start over it's like anything yes and it makes it makes kind of sense that you don't hear about her on the ground infiltrating community Mm -mm. like you don't really see people talking about well i man she used to come to our such and such class or she it seemed like a lot of the betrayal was just academia betrayal like we thought she was cool on twitter and facebook she was you know not like uh she was coming to church every sunday with us Mm -mm. and maybe her maybe that's the thing we've seen the videos she wouldn't have stood up to that test maybe and so that's why she wasn't necessarily in these streets people talking about going on one date with her and automatically knowing something was wrong with her so maybe it was just easier to fake it online what i think the lesson that people could take from this but won't probably the online shit is so fake a lot of it is you know i I keep bringing this example up but me and bossy were talking about something one day and she was like this person said such and such to me and i said bossy is that a real person and she was like yeah i mean they have responses from this they they've been on twitter for six years or something i said no i mean are they real like do they have a presence offline do they you know what i'm saying like what who are they for real though 
because because that could just be a fake person by which i mean you log in present yourself one way mm-hmm. talk do whatever you want to talk crazy whatever and there's no real consequence because you're not a real fucking person nope i've seen it in you real know life. what i mean like i try to be real in every fucking thing we do so if you see me on twitter it's the same as if you sat down and had lunch with me yes sir you listen to the podcast it's the same as you follow me on facebook there's no fucking difference you know because i'm not keeping up who wants to keep up with all that shit Ooh, that's you, too much yeah unless something is off with you then 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 you can go create your own fucking person mm-hmm. so um wait something happening with crowdcast i keep seeing people in the chat saying something all right technical difficulties were fixed let's go uh holy speculation julie writes in so i'm listening to y'all right now drinking some water catching my breath trying to contain myself because i've been singing that saying christina is william song since episode one uh for the same reasons you mentioned to be fair i'm obsessed with the show and watched the episode 511 times i didn't read the book either but i was so scared to write in with the theory because i didn't know if it would get in the way of y'all's intention well actually thank you i appreciate that you did not do that mm-hmm. i you know this is about our predictions we don't want y'all's and that's mm-hmm. not disrespect but mm-hmm. literally i just don't want people to write in and fuck up everything for us because this is what happened with game of thrones too like mm-hmm. people are right in like if like at first we were just like oh yeah right in then people write in and they will be you could tell they read the books because they and they act like they didn't or they would act like well i'm not spoiling anything but they'd be so far ahead of the show right People like and you know i think the real king uh that will take the seat was actually going to be so-and-so and i'm like who who knows about that like we're we're still in like episode one we don't know what the fuck happened and i think that was kind of when we realized like oh we have to be careful with feedback even mm-hmm. so i actually appreciate you trust your in- if your instinct is should i write in i don't know if i should write in don't write in because the only thing that the only thing that could be worse is you do write in it is fucked up and then we go damn that fucked up the vibe of the review you know mm-hmm. so i appreciate y'all being so thoughtful yes um intention that that we just let the slow show unfold and enjoy it uh but thank you rod now i can play this exhilarating moment to my husband and let him know that my theory ain't as crazy as some might think it's been pure joy being on the ride with uh y'all for this show stay safe and don't let the show offs get you peace and love julie thank you julie thank you uh toya says hello family i hope all is well uh it's going as well as it can uh in trumpitos 2020 come on i have a couple observations questions and opinions hell i don't even know what i'm feeling or thinking with this show but the main thing <laughs> i have is a, is the feeling that william is christina i have a feeling that she found a way to make herself into a man but i bet she can't sustain it for long right you hit a point when you said christina was playing both sides i think you're so right side note this show really fucking uh this show really messes with activates my trauma response uh however it's so good okay that's all i got right now thanks thank you uh yeah i figured that what i, I was like this can't be um that far-fetched of a theory I, I, I by this point i'm like there's probably a lot of people that think this shit already i, I mean like i said didn't read the book so i don't know but the christina william thing yeah, seemed I, like to I, me like it's leaning towards they want us to think it's the same person yeah i didn't didn't think of that i just yeah. thought there was two separate people and, and you know like ultimately maybe it's not maybe it's something different than mm-hmm. I, that but but when you said it, you just made me think yeah when i rewatched it was when i was like wait a fucking minute 
coming in and out the same goddamn door driving the same car dressed this kind of the same way blue hair blonde eyes nobody else on the show look like this mm, sums up <laughs> and we know that her whole thing is not being a man has kept me out of power anyway uh let's see this is from devil bitch is uh how she signs it <laughs> uh oh she got oh she got melanin's the best preservative shirt oh yeah so a couple people have sent us like after the blackout tips day like pictures to our email because they might, might not have social media or whatnot mm-hmm. um so maybe when we do a montage or something of uh fans wearing gear or whatever we'll put it on instagram or mm-hmm. something uh but yeah she got it and she got it in purple oh, my favorite color that, that's her favorite color as well that's what she said um and it was available my favorite color she also is a fucking hit our people love it and low-key white folks do too not so much the jealous ones but that's their problem and <laughs> i am one happy marine oh thank you so much Aww. we appreciate you uh, supporting the show uh i look forward to becoming a member soon as i can check out the rest of your content uh so i can check out the rest of your content the free stuff is already amazing so i know the stuff behind the paywall has to be even better much love to y'all thanks for all your hard work you put in your podcast the highlight of my day devil bitch thank you thank you and uh you be be safe out there marine Mm -hmm. and the last thing is not really um it's not like an email or something specifically but i'll put it in the show notes um but karen was interviewed for beyond type 2.org mm-hmm. uh uh by tiara smith and mm-hmm. uh it's about nutrition and education and it's uh talking about uh karen using small changes to overcome uh pre-diabetes diagnosis mm-hmm. um and i'll like i said i'll put it in the show notes but uh it's really good and um, it was it has such a good time with her it was a lot of fun it's been in the works for a while so you know check it out and see the queen uh you know chop it up or or, or listen read about the queen chopping it up because uh it's an actual like read it interview you mm-hmm. know what i mean uh print interview that's what the word is called all right y'all that's it for this week um that's all the stuff uh thank y'all for listening we appreciate you um oh yeah we'll be hosting uh last week on keith and the girl so if you're a crossover fan of keith and the girl and the blackout tips um you can check us out uh there they have a keith and the girl vip mm-hmm. um so if you go to their keith and the girl vip and put in code tbgwt you can get a month free yes and uh that way you can listen to us interview them about their show it's like a meta 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 show uh between between both shows um yes and a love fest and uh next month we'll be doing npr so for oh charlotte podcast festival is Mm -hmm. what it's called and we're going to be on three panels we'll get back to you with the dates and times specifically um but i know we can start talking about you know we're going to be uh surprised we're going to be doing some stuff with them too so yep all kinds of stuff in the works over here y'all you know how we go uh we'll talk to y'all later until then i love you i love you too